¿Qué pasa, One Leg Faders? Today's topics are Mooney's Correction Corner. I went back to my old ways. The Dallas Cowboys football season is here. The Dallas Stars, yeah, we're up two to one. And last but not least, our top three, bottom three, 80s movies. But first, we got a quick sponsor spot by Anchor.fm. Hey, Dallas Maverick nerds. It's time for the podcast that you didn't ask for. This is One Leg Faded with your hosts, Munoz and Toronto. You guys sound like a law firm. This is so stupid. Just record what you're supposed to record. Come on. And you can take that with you. All right, one leg faders. What's up? This is Mooneypedia. This is the weekend right now. It is Friday night. No more work. We have two days off. I've been drinking a little bit of tequila. Getting my drink on for now because it's Friday. It's fun Friday. And guess what? I'm excited because it is uh, Dallas Cowboy weekend. I get to watch a little NFL football. There's so much sports going on right now, man. I don't even know how to handle it right now. Oh, yes. I love it. I'm loving it. Um, and right now, like always, I got to introduce my sidekick, my uh, burrito, my uh, chimichanga over here. You know, uh, give him some nicknames like always. You know, I always got to start off with the best one because I love just calling him Ken. He loves that name. I love it. So any of y'all out there listening, all you my friends and everyone, because there's only really like three people probably listening to our show. But those three people that are listening, just start calling him Ken from now on. He really likes it. I mean, I, I, if you want to get punched in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> he loves Ken. Uh, but I also call him, um, I'm going to give him a nickname of uh, Kenny Tarantino. <laughs> and then I also got the Nair spokesperson. And then also one of my favorites, Kenny Filet. And then he's so beautiful and perfect skin and like everything. I call him my own little Barbie Ken doll, everyone. So give it up for my boy Kenny, everyone. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. Man, those are some terrible nicknames. I don't even know. They're getting Your nicknames are getting worse and worse every every week. Oh, no, they're getting better and better, man. They're getting the Nair spokesman. Man, this guy's so shaven and everything. Like totally all the way top to bottom. You probably, you probably even shave your toes, don't you? I do shave my toes. <laughs> and then you know you know you love you some chicken filet i do love i do love chick-fil-a i won't i won't lie to you dirtbag told me a little story he said he used to when he used to live with you he used to get so mad because he said you always forgot on sundays like let's go get chick-fil-a and he'd be like dude it's closed he'd be like oh man you get all pissed off at him <laughs> dirtbag told me. i don't know if that's true and then uh like i said uh, kenny tarantino i mean your stories are so long and he's one of your favorite directors and writers isn't it yeah i love me some tarantino and uh you know I, I i love how his how his movies always have a ton of dialogue i mean that's the you know uh even even the slower movies like you know like uh uh, uh what was that jackie jackie brown it was one of the slower ones yeah is that what is that what the one that was with, with uh with uh, uh god i can't remember his name right now yeah that was jackie brown yeah that was that long one well, anyway, it was really slow, but it was so much great dialogue. You know, just when the characters are just talking to each other, even the Western one that he did, uh, that one was really good. Just the just the dialogue and and you know, there's there's action, and you know how his movies get real crazy and get real bloody, but in between the bloody parts, the dialogue is the best thing about it. Inglorious Bastards, man, that's like one of my favorite movies of all time. The dialogue in that movie is oh, yeah. is uh, is wonderful. Yeah, he's good. He's good at most of his movies, but he does he does detail like you do with your stories, very detailed. So, and then. 
then I, I love my Ken doll because this guy, if all y'all know, this guy out there, he's like perfectly pretty. That one's dumb. You you need to delete that one right now. That's not a good one. <laughs> he's perfectly pretty and everything's perfect on his body. His beard shaped perfect and everything. His eyebrows. I bet you he plucks his eyebrows. He probably goes somewhere and gets his eyebrows done. They're like perfect. <laughs> I mean, my eyebrows are perfect, but I put a lot of work into it. You know, like uh, there's a lot of guys out there that go to these to these barber shops or these threading places and they do it for you i don't need that i i do mine myself and they've all they've always been perfect i do my sons now too because they start to get a little bit of like a unibrow so now i do that and they hate it when i do it but then afterwards i go oh i look good dad i'm like yeah you do you look good you gotta clean up those eyebrows <laughs> yeah the unibrow is disgusting what's that guy's basketball player right now that keeps doing it? uh uh davis the the, the brow yeah, yeah. from uh from the lakers I, I he looks so he looks so, so disgusting, weird man so disgusting so uh it's friday night are you faded over there yet Oh yeah, I'm getting a little faded right now. I am uh, sticking to beer tonight. Um, I kind of tied one on last night. I, I met up with a friend, my boy, my boy Dave. Shout out to Dave. I had happy hour. I hadn't seen him in a, I hadn't seen him in a while. So we met up, had some drinks, and then afterwards, I uh, I ended my night with uh, with my buddy Sean. Uh, smoked some cigars. It was such a great night, man. It was like sixty something degrees. Mm. We were outside smoking a cigar, watching uh, watching uh, football. NFL started back up yesterday, so oh, yeah. it was uh, it was nice. But we man, we kept drinking. We we drank into the wee hours of the morning. So I had a little bit of a rough day today at work. Whoa, whoa, slow down, man. That's two weeks in a row, man. You got blasted. <laughs> Last show, you were blasted. I know, man. I guess I'm just getting. Uh, I guess I'm just getting tired of being in the house. You oh, know? I know. It's like I, I, I try to. I don't. Man, I don't go anywhere really. But when I do, I'm just kind of like uh, I'm. I'm about to get. I'm about to get hammered. <laughs> you know. I'm tired of looking at my lawn already. I mean, there's no. There's so many damn projects I did. I don't really have any projects really left to do. The house is. The house is tighter than it's ever been. I mean, every closet is organized the attic is immaculate the garage is perfect yeah. the bedrooms i mean the houses i can't do anything else there's no there's no really no projects left for me to do no man i agree with that man we i, I, I painted my i painted my garage i've done planted grass in my front and backyard and the house is always clean you're right i was walking around when i got home from work it's like okay what do i do and there's not there's not really any more new shows on tv so i was like okay well what I oh yeah, yeah, we don't even need to get started with that. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that soon enough. But let me uh, go ahead and uh, introduce my guy real quick. So my boy, as always, Mooney, aka Mooneypedia, aka Kangaroo Pouch, <laughs> aka Freshman Fifteen, <laughs> aka Stretchy Armstrong. Mike Moon goes, everybody. Hey, what's up? Hey, you faded? Oh yeah, I'm faded, man. I got last night. We went to a local restaurant, Angelina's down the street right there, and we got it to go. And they do all Mexican restaurants are doing to go margaritas, and so I got one. I was like, I just want a margarita on the rocks. Like, yeah, they filled it up with no ice, and it was like a big gulp full of two of them. So basically, I've been sipping on that. It's almost three of them. So I had one, two last night. Yeah. And now I got a third one tonight. Put a little salt around the rim with a little lime. Yeah, so I'm already a little faded. Delicious. Well, that sounds pretty good, man. All right, so you know the reason I give you those those nicknames is because Kangaroo Pouch and, and and our boy John uh, John Den is going to get a kick out of that one because he loves that's his favorite nickname. He loves Kangaroo Pouch. <laughs> so no matter how skinny you get, you always got this little 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 belly pouch like a like a kangaroo. Why do you always have that? How come that pouch that just never goes away? I don't know, man. That's I don't know. That's one of my. I'll look in the mirror and try, and I'll even do. I even did the whole thirty like two or three times, and I'll lose weight and drop to like one forty four, 
And I'll be like totally slim, but I'll still have that little pouch at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, the, bar- no the marsupial <laughs> pouch is like it's a staple yeah. of the Mike of, of Mike Munoz's body. It just never goes away. It never goes away. And I hate it because I'll be super thin and skinny, and I'll wear I'll try to start wearing slim, tiny shirts to look fit. But that marsupial pouch just pops out, so I can't. And you then I wear, wear a medium. Uh, you need to wear a, a paha like like the like the Latin ladies wear to just tighten everything up. You need to start wearing that. I don't know what it's called <laughs> in English, but in Spanish they call it a faja. It's basically like a like a spandex thing you wear around your waist. Yeah, tie it like a corset, tie it and shrink it in. Once I did try saran wrap with the, you put Vaseline all over your stomach and wrap saran wrap about your body. What the hell? And keep it on. And then it's only a temporary frick. So when I used to go out, I used to wrap it around, put it for about three hours and it'll shrink up your stomach. It basically burns the fat real quick, but then you'll get it back the next day. (laughs) That's weird. Uh, Well, the next one is uh, freshman 15. And the reason I call you that is when you came back from A&M and you moved into the apartment with me, Man, you were fat. Like, what happened? At, what happened in college, man? You came back. You came back. I mean, you ended up losing it like pretty quickly because I used to make fun of you every day until you lost weight. But man, you came back. You came back heavy. I mean, I know that that's a real thing. You know, the freshman fifteen. Uh, but what the hell were you doing in uh, your senior year of college that you gained that much weight? Well, I'll blame that all on my friends because, like, my boy Allen graduated before me, and my boy Taylor, my boy Steve. I went to Texas A and M. Whoop! They all graduated before me, and they and I think I had to take like twelve hours. And they mostly said, "Dude, it sucks in the real world. Just if I could stay in college, I'd stay in college." So I basically broke that up to six and six, and I hung out with my friend Mike Mike Howe. Uh, shout out to Mike Howe. He was a uh, he was a bigger guy, and he used to love to eat. And so we just eat all the time. So I didn't exercise or anything. So and then I came back and you're right. I mean, I gained some weight. My whole face was fat and everything. I, I remember because I told you, I told you, first of all, you need to shave your your stupid hair because your <laughs> hair was your hair was was dumb. And then I said, now you got to get back in the gym. But uh, but you got on it pretty quick. The only thing that I didn't like is that you used to make you used to ask me to shave your back before we would go to the pool. And it used to, <laughs> and it used to gross me out. But I didn't want to get embarrassed either by hanging out with a. Uh, with a woolly mammoth so i would take the clippers and and clip your that's a, that's a true friend yeah, that was a true friend you think john den would have trimmed my back hair no he would have murdered you <laughs> he would have murdered me. i don't think any other friend would have trimmed it you know it's funny it's that's when i found my wife man she she trimmed my back hair i was like ooh, i love her but then oh, i actually got laser. Love. i fell in love but then i got laser on my back got it removed and i remember when i went they're like, oh, usually this process takes about three times, but you'll probably have to come nine. I had to go nine God. times. <laughs> nine. And it, it went away. I don't have it on my back anymore, but it, uh, got it on Groupon when it first came out. Got my whole uh, back laser. Of, like of course you did. Of course you got a Groupon. All right, man. So uh, the last one is uh, Stretchy Armstrong. Uh, no explanation needed on that one. <laughs> because no matter where we went and... And the party was going. We we're at a club. We we're at a party. We we're at a, a street festival. It did. It, it didn't matter. You would drop your drawers, and you would and you would pull out your little dingaling and stretch it out, and people would start laughing. And I would start laughing. I mean, we all started laughing. But people that didn't know you, they were they 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 couldn't believe what they were looking at. And then you would stretch it so far, and it looked like an airplane propeller. The way you used to like do it all. Why the hell did you? What made you think to do that? And then once you found out that it was funny and it was a, you would do it like all the time. And they, <laughs> man, it was a, it was always like a party stopper. People were like, what the hell is going on right now? <laughs> <laughs> I remember that it was like, a, it was like a, the Fantastic Four, that stretch guy. I could stretch it like crazy. Yeah. And the reason why, the, the, to be honest, the reason why I found out about that, I think I was at a, I was somewhere and I remember I went swimming 
And then my penis was just like really tiny. It was like a stack of dimes. You know, when you go swimming, it's cold. It's, it's like real tiny. So I went to the bathroom and started try, trying to stretch it out, like stretch it. I was like, God damn, this thing stretches. And I noticed it stretched. It looked funny. And I started laughing in the mirror. Yeah. And so I just did it at a party once. I actually did it in front of like Alan and JB and they started cracking up laughing. So I just do it. And then I, but then I started hating it because in college, everyone would be like, Mike, Mike, come on. And they'd circle around at the beginning. It was funny because it was like, you know, just do it. And people like laugh. But then it got to a point where like Taylor and everyone and Alan were like, hey, come on, come on. Hey, show them the helicopter. Show them the sticky helicopter. I'm like, oh, okay. And I'll show it anyways. Another thing, remember when I used to uh, pee? Like, did you ever see me pee when I used to pee with my powerful pee? Yeah, you had like the, the strongest stream I've ever seen in my entire life. It was it was like a fire truck. I mean, I don't I don't understand how it came out like that. And then it would go and it would go so far, you know, it, it, you would at least pee like 10 feet. Uh, yeah. So nobody could uh, when when you when you know when you're outside at a party and you just pee in the backyard, people had to get away from you because it was just like spraying out, man, unbelie- unbelievable. Yeah, so I would actually go to parties in college too, and I'd pee over a fence at another person, like over the fence, <laughs> yeah. and then I took off running. And go, <laughs> man, <laughs> then, oh. man, you, your body, everything about your body is weird, man. I mean, I, oh, every, I know. Every I week know. we talk about it, you got the you got the weirdest things going on with your body at all times. All right, man. So uh, those are your nicknames for today. I'm glad uh, I'm glad that uh, we told the uh, Stretchy Armstrong story and, and, and grossed everybody out early on in the <laughs> podcast. So hopefully don't they don't bail out yet. There's better stuff than that coming. Um, so I want to go ahead and do our uh, Mavericks trivia um, for you. Uh, and I'm going to give you another multiple choice. So who did the Mavericks defeat in their very first game in 1980? Um, A, Kansas City Kings. B, San Antonio Spurs, C, Seattle Supersonics, or D, Denver Nuggets? I'm going to have to go with uh, San Antonio Spurs. Man, you got one right. Congrats. Yeah. Man, you're on a roll, dude. What? Did you get last two week's one right, too? You might be you might be on a two-game uh, yeah. uh, two uh, two winning game. streak. Yeah, you give me multiple choice, it's a little bit easier. No, I got last week's wrong. <laughs> oh, you did? Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> I got the week before well, that's right. I looked up but. the Mavericks, uh, the roster from 1980. You won't recognize one person on that on that roster. But our leading scorer for that game was a guy named Tom uh, Lagardi, and then for the San Antonio Spurs, the Iceman scored 33 points for them. But we won uh, 103 and 92. Our very first game, uh, the very first uh, game in the existence of the Mavericks, and we went 15 and 67 that year. So we sucked real bad. But hey, back then ex- uh, expansion teams they were they were really bad. Like expansion teams now get good like really fast. But back then, when you when you started off, you were bad for like a couple of years. So that's Ooh, the ouch. that's your Mavericks trivia for today. Hey, did this, uh, can you see the three point field goals in that? <laughs> I probably could. I'll look, I'll look that up. It's probably like, went one, like one zero. for three. Like nobody shot threes back then. Yeah, that's crazy. I know. They it got was like that line points, was there though. and nobody like took advantage of it now. That's why the game is, is so different. We can go ahead and just get started on, um, on, uh, sports talk. So we'll touch the, uh, we'll touch the NBA page real quick. Um, and then we'll talk Cowboys and, and, uh, and we'll talk stars a little bit. How's that sound? That sounds great. That sounds fantastic. All right. So the Raps and the Celts, uh, Celtics are uh, tied 3-3. So they're going to a game seven. Um, I can tell you right now, I hate every team that's left in the playoffs right now. <laughs> other than the other than the Raptors, like I can I can stomach the Raptors. I don't I don't hate them, but I hate the Celtics. I hate the Clippers. I hate the Lakers. I hate the Rockets. 
I mean, I hate the Heat. I, I don't want any of them yeah. to win. I'm just kind of no. like, I'm like, man, it's gonna suck. I mean, I like watching NBA, and I and and I like the you know the playoffs and when it goes to the finals. But out of all those teams, I don't like any of them. Uh, I mean, other than the Raptors. So I'm hope I'm pulling for the Raptors is what uh, what I'm trying to say. What about you? Yeah, that's who I'm pulling for is the Raptors because they were you know Kawhi Leonard went over there and won the championship last year, and so they're like, oh, that's the reason why they won. But now they had one of the best records this year, and now. They're here, Game 7. It's actually tonight. So after this, I'll be watching it. Love some Game 7. So I'm rooting for Toronto. I don't really like anybody else either. Uh, I, you know, if I had to, it'd be Toronto than the Clippers. Because like I said, the Clippers beat the Mavs. So then I could be like, the Mavs lost the championship team. Well, at least the Clippers and the Lakers, they're both up 3-1. So they're going to beat the Rockets and the Nuggets. The Rockets are terrible, man. I mean, oh, I the, the Lakers pretty much figured them out after the first game. They just double-team Harden and then make everybody else shoot from the outside and eventually they're going to miss up they're going to miss more than they make and they're they're destroying the rockets right now same thing with the clippers they figured out the nuggets you know they're they're putting all the pressure on uh, Jokic and uh, making everybody else beat them and they can't do it so it'll be the lakers and the clippers i hate them both but at least one of the teams that i hate will get eliminated just because they have to uh, one of them will, one of them will go away and miami uh, we already know what happened with them they beat the bucks so they're just waiting on the uh, winner of the raptors and uh, and the Celtics. So uh, um, out of those teams, it, whatever, it's going to happen. It, it hadn't happened yet, but the Lakers and Clippers, who do you want? I want the Clippers. I hate the Lakers. I've always hated the Lakers. Me yeah, too. I want the Clippers. I'll take the I'll take the Clippers on that one, even though after playing them the first round, I really grew to hate them. But yeah, definitely. I want the Lakers and the Clippers. How about out of Miami and uh, Celtics or Raptors? Do you want Miami or do you want the Raptors? Oh, if they make it or the Celtics. I'll take the Raptors. Me too. I'll take Raptors over uh, Miami. So that means that we would be predicting the Raptors versus uh, the Clippers in the finals. And then we'll go and then you go for the Raptors again, right? Yeah. But if the Celtics win, then if the Celtics and Heat win, because I don't know who's going to win it, the Celtics and Maverick, I mean the Celtics and Raptors. So if the Celtics and Heat, man, I don't know. I'd probably, I'd, I don't know. That, I don't know. I, I hate, hate them both, both, but I don't hate the Heat. I'd probably now, that, the now that Dwayne Wade is gone, I don't really hate the Heat as much as I used to because he was the re- main reason I hated the I Heat. I like Jimmy Butler. Um, especially when they picked up LeBron and they picked up Chris Bosh. Oh, yeah. They haven't had those guys in a while. But now that, you know, last year was uh, uh, was uh, Dwayne Wade's last year and he's gone, I don't, I don't, I don't hate the Heat nearly as much as I did. They're actually a pretty likable team because I do like – I do like Jimmy Butler, and I like uh, Tyler Hero, and they've got, you know, Bam Adebayo. They've got some good players, man. So I, I, they're a pretty young and exciting team. But if it comes to, like, the Lakers and Celtics, I probably won't even watch it. <laughs> nah, I'll probably bail I'll out on out. that, too. But, you know, the good part about it is we can go right into it. We can watch the Cowboys. So they start yeah. They start uh, this Sunday. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Yeah! We're playing the Rams on Sunday Night Football. And uh, I, you know what I liked most about this uh, offseason was that we didn't have to worry about stupid preseason games and all the the training camp and all the all the stuff. Just, oh, yeah. It's just a big waste of it time. Was. I hate it. It always makes it always makes it, you know, when the season finally gets here, I'm like, God, thank God. But we didn't have to worry about that. I felt like the I felt like the Cowboys season just kind of snuck up on us, and we get to watch them play in a couple of days already. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I love that. I hated preseason. I did like the I did like the one game. I think they if they do play preseason, they should maybe just play one game, not four. Oh yeah, for sure. Hopefully, after all the next season, after this season's over, they'll figure that out and they'll eliminate a couple of the preseason games. I mean, you don't need four. No. 
but they're making money off those. Yeah, people, I know friends that go to that and they pay like 50 bucks or 100 bucks to go to the I Cowboys would never game. Pay I'm for like, that. what the hell are you going to? They're not even going to see anybody. But the thing that does suck. I would never, yeah. ever, ever pay for a preseason Yeah, game. the only thing that's good about the preseason is you do have a little, those diamond in the roughs that might pop out that no one thinks of, but that's really a small percentage. But that's the only thing that's good. But one game, you can figure that out. I'm really curious of what's going to happen if, um, you know, nothing happened last night with Kansas City, but it looked like the Kansas City and the Houston game, it looked like Houston wasn't even ready. I mean, Kansas City destroyed them. I think it's going to be a lot of that. Yeah, and that's what I think. Who's going to be ready? I think you're right. There's going to be a lot of teams that are going to get off to slow starts um, just because they're not, you know, they're not they're not uh, accustomed to each other, different, you know, different coaches, different systems, different players. It's just a lot, you know, to to try to do in, in a short amount of time without without that, you know, uh, getting to try out your your offense or your defense on, on other real teams. The good thing with the Cowboys is, you know, with the new coach, he left in the most of the offensive language for the uh, Cowboys. So they're not changing their entire, you know, playbook. I mean, he's going to add little wrinkles and, and plays here and there. But as far as like the language of the offense, they kept it the same. So, you know, Dak and Zeke and the rest of the uh, offensive players, they don't really have to, you know, worry about learning a whole new playbook. You know, it's basically what they had before with a couple of new wrinkles and, you know, they're going to add some plays. So that's good. We're not going to be as far behind as some of these other teams that are having, you know, brand new coaches or brand new offensive uh, coordinators uh, because Kellen Moore uh, uh, stayed with us as well. So he's still going to be doing a lot of the play calling. I'm sure McCarthy is going to be calling a lot of the plays himself but i think for sure it's going to be a advantage for the cowboys oh yeah and they're stacked on offense i mean they are stacked you're not even lying so check this out dak zeke cooper gallup cd lamb is your as your receiver when you go to a, a multi-receiver set jarwin and then you got Ty, uh, tyron on the line you got connor williams you got joe looney you got zach martin and then you got cam irving that, they're stacked on offense, man. I mean, uh, scoring's not going to be a problem. No, and you have got Pollock because yeah. he's throwing there. Backing up, there. Backing up Pollard, Zeke for Tony sure. Pollard, not Pollock. David Moore basically is on the ticket. Oh, y'all love the ticket. I listen to it. But he's on there, and he's always saying he got to see the practices, and he always saw that they put out both of them. They put out a lot of times in their lineups. They put out Zeke and Pollard. That's smart. Back-to-back in the backfield and running running routes. I like the so way Pollard runs. They're going to be hard to stop. They're going to score points. If their defense could hold people below 20, we'll go – 13 and 3. Well, what I like about the defense is Tyrone Crawford's coming back. You got D-Law. We uh, we added Alden Smith. We'll see what he can do for us. And then you got Jalen Smith. And then you got Leighton Van Der Esch, And he's back. And he looks, you know, to be healthy. And then you've got Trayvon Diggs from Alabama in the uh, in the secondary. So, I mean, our, our defense looks like, you know, it looks like we may, we may be pretty decent at, at defense. But that's all you really need. You just need to be, you know, you just can't be 20 to 30. You got to be like top 15 defense these days to win the yeah, Super Bowl. You don't have to be in the be, middle. Yeah. Uh, you know, back in the old days, like in the 90s, you had to be a top five defense to be able to win the Super Bowl. It's not really like that anymore. If you've got an explosive offense and you've got a, a decent enough uh, defense, you can you can do some damage. Usually with teams, when they have a new coach, everything, you know, their whole uh, mindset switches and I think they're just going to come out. I really think they're going to go like 12 and 4. We'll see. I think they're going to 12 Yeah, we'll see, man. Well, I'm excited. Uh, Sunday Night Football, you know, L.A. is a, is a tough team. I think we're pre- I think we're pretty good, too, man. And I think Dak is going to have a crazy good yeah. year. That guy is – I hope so. You know, he's, in a, he's going to his fourth year. He's got it figured out, man. Yeah. He, he knows the offense. You know, it's his team. Yeah. You know, I think he's going to have a really outstanding year. And, and you're not going to have the uh, Jason Garrett effect. I just think he held us back so much. His yeah. – 
His play calling oh, was so yeah, everyone vanilla. Knew. Yeah, I knew and, he was going to call. Know, he, just, he just wasn't a leader of men. I mean, I don't yeah. think he ever motivated anybody. I think they were just, you know, they respected him because that's the head coach. But that guy just seemed like, I, I wouldn't be hyped up to play for that guy, you know? No, no. No one wanted to play for redheaded Jesus. No, man. That guy, all I did was slap you in the butt all the time, even <laughs> if you did bad or good. And his utility belt, the ticket always talks about, it was horrible. What do you use for that? Some kind of plays in there. They never worked. And I hope Dak does good because he's on my fantasy football. So he's my quarterback. I picked him. I hope he. I think he's gonna throw up some numbers, man. Hopefully this year. so. I can't wait. Uh, and it, and it, you know what? When they, when I watched the Kansas City game, they had I think like 17,000 fans. But in the game when they're filming it, you couldn't even see the fans. So it was like a real. It didn't even bother me. Like the like the basketball, you could sort of see there wasn't. Nah. Games. No home, no home field advantage this year, man. Yeah, there's no home field advantage, so that's actually good because the Cowboys used to suck it at the Cowboys Stadium. So they always have. We're not so. even gonna get started on that stupid stadium. I have I have hot sports opinion when it comes to that Ooh, stadium, yeah, but that's, uh, that's another that's another segment. I can't wait. We'll leave yeah. that for uh, we'll leave that for another day. One thing I did want to touch on uh, would be the stars. <laughs> so last night I'm leaving the bar, meeting up with my boy. And then I was going over to Sean's house so I can hang out with him in, in, in his backyard and, and uh, finish out the game. Got to Sean's. We turned on the TV and it was already over. Mm-hmm. 30 seconds into into overtime, we score the goal and win. What did I – so after all that, but that's great. It's good news. I mean, all, all I missed was 30 seconds. They just replayed it over and over and I got to, I got to see it. But, man, that must be a relief. You know, you don't have to yeah. do a grinded out long overtime or, you know, uh, two overtimes. They finished it quick. Yeah, that was a grinded out game the whole time. And they didn't even play that well. Both teams didn't play that well. I, was, I watched the whole game. It's one of the first Dallas Stars games that I watched the whole game, this whole season. So they're they're about to be in the Stanley Cup, hopefully. So I'm starting to watch them. And I was excited, yeah. And I loved it because it was a Thursday night. And they scored 30 seconds into it. So I got to go to sleep. <laughs> I was like, perfect. Score, win. I cheer. I go to sleep. Got to work the next day. So, man, I couldn't. So it was awesome. They scored quick. And they just, you should have seen the, uh, which I'm sure you saw the replays, but in live, the faces of the uh, the Vegas team, their faces just dropped. I mean, they were like, yeah. Of course. It's kind of like, are you serious, man? <laughs> we We fought all that time for three periods we get to overtime and in 30 seconds it's over that's got to be like deflating man my boy jake uh uh he works for uh, the texas out of the texas motor speedway and i was texting with him because he's a big uh his his sports allegiance i make fun of him his sports allegiances are like all over the place so he he loves the green bay packers he loves the the, he loves vegas he loves nascar i'm like man i can't (laughs) keep up with the teams that you wrote for it doesn't make any sense to me like dallas i I wrote for you know i'm a cowboy fan i'm a maverick fan i'm a rangers fan i'm a stars fan you know what i mean it's pretty it's pretty uniform his stuff is like all (laughs) over the place but anyway yeah he was like oh man this is a good game so i i imagine i didn't text him after because i felt bad but i imagine he was really deflated you know as a fan you know when you're on the other end of it you're like are you kidding me man he was probably pissed yeah i mean how did he become a vegas fan isn't that a new team did he just did he he ever live in vegas i I don't know man he's probably a gambler no 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 clue he's probably got a good he's a smart dude he probably got a good reason but i don't know what that reason is maybe one day we'll have him on and we'll ask him all about it all right man uh so that's uh that's uh our sports talk for today um one thing that we forgot to do man was um uh, uh mooney's correction corner Mooney's Correction Corner. So dumb, you are really dumb, for real. So dumb, so dumb, so dumb. Oh, yeah, I don't think I'm, that was good. No, I messed up some. Well, yeah, I messed up some last week. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, so last week or last episode, you had a, uh, uh, you had a very clean episode. 
but this la the the number seven you yeah. we're back hey you're back man you're the, the back. champ Woo. has reclaimed his crown so 30 seconds in you said ladies so you didn't say ladies you said ladies but i already I, I brought that one up on the spot so we're not gonna we're not gonna harp on that one too much you said mar you called me you tried to call me martin sorsese and that's martin scorsese, oh, scorsese. but you kept saying it sorsese <laughs> and you said it like four times sorsese sorsese and I was like, and I couldn't think of the the proper name, but yeah, it's Martin Scorsese. Oh, Scorsese. Um, so you uh, you messed up on that one. Um, the other one was when you were talking about the referee. I think we were talking about the referees and in, in hockey and comparing it to the NBA, how they blow their whistle too much. You were doing a you were doing a whistle sound, but you went shoo 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 shoo. <laughs> you did it like four times in a row, so you sound like a train. You sound like Thomas the Train. I don't. Is that what a whistle sounds like to you? Shoo, shoo, shoo. <laughs> I can't blow right now. Remember, it was early in the morning on Saturday, so no, that's not what a whistle sounds like. I thought I thought it made sense. It was coming All right. Out. So that one wasn't that one. Wasn't that it was it was funny, but it wasn't that bad. I know I I knew where you were going. You were trying to make a whistle sound, but uh, the only came out some weird noise. All right, man. And the last one is so this one is the best one. At the 37-14 mark of the episode, I, I can't remember what you were talking about, but I want you to go back and I want you to listen to 37.14 of episode number seven. And any listeners that want to go back, <laughs> you farted on the air, man. I you made a little, you made a, you made a little fart because I heard a, <laughs> and it came out. No, so not. while you were talking, you ripped, you ripped one, man. So 37-14 mark of episode seven. I want you to go back and I want you to listen to it. I'll go back and listen to it. And I know I didn't do that. I would have heard that in the podcast for sure. I heard it. <laughs> man, no, I know that. I'm not a farter, man. I'm a silent, I'm a silent but deadly one. I don't know. That, you let you out fart? a squeaker, man. I heard it. I heard it at the 37-14 mark of episode seven. You audibly farted on the air. So the first, the first part of the podcast. Congratulations. Oh, awesome. Awesome, man. Was it as bad as Norm Hiskis when he's like, feet? It's not that bad. It was, it was more like oh, a popcorn man. fart. It was just like a... It was like a real, uh, it was like a real quick one. Uh, so yeah, you got to go back and listen to it. And I want you to pull the audio so we can play it on next week's episode, so you can, <laughs> so right, you can I'll actually, so the, so the listeners can can uh, can hear it, and that'll become a that'll become a sound effect. Your your first audible fart on our on our podcast will become a, a sound effect. <laughs> oh man, I wish it was louder. I wish it was a strong one, like. <laughs> Like, it like wasn't. It was like a little popcorn, but, like I, little but I kept rewinding. Queef, I'm like, what, what's that? And I'm, I'm trying to think, and I'm like, oh, this some bitch farted on the air. Golly. <laughs> I know I didn't fart, but whatever. We'll check it out next week. But right now, we got to take a quick 30-second break for our sponsor, WGW Media DJ Services. Hey, One Leg Faders, this is your boy Toronto, and today I want to talk to you about WGW Media. Have you ever been to a wedding or a party where the DJ was playing all the wrong music and no one was dancing? With WGW Media's DJ and MC services, you don't got to worry about all that. With over 15 years in the game, WGW Media can do bar mitzvahs, weddings, quinceañeras, divorce parties, or whatever event you want to celebrate. WGW Media provides a professional MC and an outstanding DJ to get the party hopping, and they guarantee to get your guests off their chairs and 
onto the dance floor. Do you like top 40, reggaeton, country, 90s hip hop, salsa, or a mix of everything? Well, WGW can make it happen. Please go to WGWmedia.com for a free quote or call 469-554-8606 today. All right, man. So uh, we got to do top three, uh, bottom three. Now it's time for top three, bottom three. (laughs) So this week, top three, bottom three is going to be 80s movies. I know you've been excited about doing this one for a while. Uh, Oh, yeah. So I'm going to let you do I'm going to let you do top three uh, 80s movies. Man, this was this was hard. Uh, man, it was so hard. I looked and I was like, let me just type in, you know, 80s movies. I remembered some, but then I typed in 80s movies like on Google and there was like, there was almost like 50 good movies, man. I mean, there was such good movies. And so, but I had to narrow it down to my favorite. Like there's a, there's a bunch of good movies, but the ones that I watched the most. So number three, I'm going to go with. And uh, I'm gonna go with my boy Van Damme and Bloodsport. You remember that? Yeah, yeah, that was. I, I saw that one. I was trying to figure out if Bloodsport, because most of his movies were in the '90s, but Bloodsport came out in '89, so it just made it just made the cutoff. It just made it, man. And I remember watching that movie all the time. I don't know why. I couldn't fight. <laughs> I didn't know anything about karate, but I just watched it all the time. And uh, that was my number three. There, love that movie. And then number two was one of uh, my funniest movies that I loved. Uh, um, I always wanted to do stand-up. I always loved making people laugh. And this guy always made me laugh. It was Coming to America. Yeah, that was on. If, if I had a top three, that would have been on my list too. Oh, man. That movie made me laugh. When they go into the barber scene and he's all the different characters. <laughs> that boy good. Yeah, that boy good. That boy good. And then I also like this. Uh, I was looking at like trying to find some quotes. But then the first thing that popped up was that so glow that commercial the soul glow yeah yeah the soul glow was great <laughs> oh man I, I like the soul glow i like uh when he's uh uh singing the sexual oh, yeah, chocolate the sexual at the chocolate. Uh, church event yeah. uh the the barbershop scenes are are hilarious uh no it's a great movie and i heard that they're i heard that it's in production to do uh part two so part two might be coming out here in the next couple of years oh yeah man i can't wait for that i can't wait for it either I like it because I like it because Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall played like a lot of different characters. I love when Eddie Murphy used to do that, man. He would play like a, a lot of different people. He's so he's so great. Oh, yeah. You know, he's still he's still great, but you know, he kind of doesn't really do movies anymore. But man, all those movies that he used to do, uh, and he would do all those characters. That's like that's like uh, he's that's why he's the king, man. I I love I love his movies. Like one of mine that was that would have been on my list in addition to Coming to America would have been. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop. I oh, love yeah, Beverly like Hills that Cop. That was like when he was real young. He was like a teenager, you know, and uh, he did that movie. So, uh, yeah, thumbs up to that, uh, to, to come into America. Trading Places was another one that I that I liked too. Remember Trading Places? That was a good one, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was good. Yeah. That was good too, man. And and that was when Jamie Lee Curtis was like real, real young. Yeah. Um, so she was great in that movie. And then uh, I, I like the two, I like the two old men, the ones that, uh, the ones that made the bet for a dollar, the those two <laughs> yeah. old men, they made me. They, they were pretty funny. They were underrated characters. Yeah, in that movie. and did you know on Coming to America, they were because I was at the trading places. That's who. That's who. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Murphy hands that money to, and they're homeless. He's like, "Here you go," and they're like, "We're yeah. back in business, Morty." I forgot the guy. Yeah, name. they made a cameo. That's so. That, that's so funny that yeah. you remember that. Yeah, I totally forgot about yeah, that. That was a great. And then uh, my number one man of all time that I watched all the time. Uh, my boy Ralph Macchio, Karate Kid. I love that movie. That man. was on my list too. Man, we almost got the yeah. same exact list. I had well, Karate I love Kid. That was sweep the leg, Johnny. 
So are, are you watching the Cobra Kai show on Netflix? Oh yeah, I just started watching it. I watched it on YouTube TV, so I've, I've already caught up. Yeah, it's good. It's pretty good. It's, it's pretty, pretty good, good. but it's it takes funny. you back, right? It's like so nostalgic. It takes you back to that time. Every time I hear yeah. the, the the songs, "Cruel Summer," or I watch it, it's like yep. it's like a time warp, man. It takes me back to the '80s, you know, just growing up. And uh, I, I took karate. So I remember, you know, when that movie came out, man, we sh- I, I went to the Forum Mall. I'll ride my bike to the Forum Mall with my friends. And we we must have watched that movie at least a dozen times. Oh, I love that movie, man. And then and then what's great about uh, the Cobra Kai is, like you said, it, it puts in all the music, puts in all the actors, and it basically takes you back to that movie. And it's funny because my wife watches it and she's younger than me. And she's like, this movie sort of, che- this show's cheesy. <laughs> I was like, yeah, but it's good. I don't know why it's <laughs> yeah, good. It's, it's good. so cheesy. It's cheesy. And it's, and it's good it's cheesy but it's good it goes back but um I, I, I just remember he's like sweep the leg you got a problem with that no sense no sense no mercy and then after that was the little the best the little yeah. kid's like <laughs> put him in a body bag put him in a body bag Johnny <laughs> yeah that's great oh, I, I, I agree with those man I didn't get to do top three this week you got to do top three but if I would have had top three mine would have been uh, Karate Kid coming to america and uh my other one was uh lost boys you remember lost boys uh yes yes i remember lost i was gonna put that i remember i used to, I used to be so scared of that part where he goes eat yeah. my name is mike, eat the rice michael mike. he's like eat the mat eat the rice mike <laughs> but hey i thought you would have picked uh this was a hard one i don't know if it was in the 80s but i think it was revenge of the nerds yeah, Revenge of the Nerds was up there too. Cause so when I moved here from Puerto Rico, I didn't know how to speak English. And back then, there was two different systems. There was the uh, the VCR, and then there was the Betamax. So the Betamax is the company that didn't make it, but they actually had a little bit better quality. But their tapes and their machine was much more expensive. So I don't know where my dad got a Betamax because he was super cheap, and I know he didn't buy it. So that Betamax that we had probably fell off a truck somewhere. But we only had three tapes. <laughs> so the three tapes were Indiana Jones. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, it was Revenge of the Nerds, and it was Eddie Murphy Delirious. So I learned to speak English based on those three movies. I watched them <laughs> over and over. And you know how many bad words were in Eddie Murphy Delirious and in Revenge of the Nerds, right? Oh, so yeah. I learned how to I learned how to speak English with 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 those three movies. Um, so Indiana Jones would have been on my top, but so would have uh, I, I think it it would have been a tie. It would have been it would have been. Karate Kid, Indiana Jones, Lost Boys, and Coming to America. Those are probably my yeah. four, uh, so I got, I got two. three favorites. But I got to do bottom. So let me go ahead and do the uh, the bottom ones. Um, my third worst. So I love the original Caddyshack. The original Caddyshack was great. But did you ever see Caddyshack 2? No. no. It was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible, I mean, no. <laughs> so bad. I don't even know why they made that movie. So there was basically nobody from the first one was in the second one other than Chevy Chase. And I don't even know why Chevy Chase did it, to be <laughs> honest with you, because he was a big star, but he was the only one. But it was cheesy. The plot oh. was dumb. The actors weren't as good as the first one. It was it was really, really stupid and uh, really disappointing. So if you ever get a chance and you want to be disappointed for like an hour and, and a half, watch <laughs> Caddyshack 2. Um, that one was pretty bad. My second worst um, was Footloose. Uh, I remember Footloose. <laughs> I hated Footloose. I'm like, 
I'm like, what kind of stupid crap is this? You go to a town <laughs> where dancing is not allowed, and then if you dance, you get you get arrested. I, I just didn't understand the, the premise of the movie, first of all. Second of all, I don't like movies where they have dance montages where people are people are dancing on the street and there's music and it, it just real it's just real cheesy and lame. <laughs> so I'm gonna go right into my number one worst. It's another dancing movie, Dirty Dancing. I hated Dirty Dancing. I, what the hell is that? So at the end, you know, they 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 dance in this room and everybody everybody cheers for them and 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 everything everything works out at the end because you can dance. What a stupid movie, man! I, I, I didn't like any I didn't like any any dancing movies. Even to this day, dancing movies I I hate them. I don't like I don't like I don't like watching them at all. Uh, but it's dirty dancing. They weren't just dancing, Kenny. They were dirty dancing. <laughs> yeah, stupid dancing. My wife is so mad at me because she saw me making my top three, bottom three list. And she was like, what about Pretty in Pink? I'm like, thumbs down. Piece of crap. She goes, well, what about Dirty Dancing? I'm like, that's the worst one ever. So all the movies that I hate, she loves. But that's why, but women love those movies, man. Oh, man. Oh, I grew up with both, both my sisters. I watched Dirty Dancing probably 15, 20 times. I used to have to do that with my little sister, the damn pickup. Oh, yeah. When they're in the water and he picks them up. It's a tea. I used to do that with my sister all the time. I hated it. And I still remember, don't put baby in the corner. That was a, The girl's name was Baby. <laughs> That's all. God, what a dumb. What a baby. dumb. You know the only good thing about the movie is that the the, the actress, uh, whatever her name was, the the main the main actress. Do you know her name in real life? The girl with the big nose. I know what you mean. I love that you big love nose, him. man. Oh yeah, you do. <laughs> that nose is so great. You know, you know how I feel about noses. Oh, no, uh, he she loves has the most him. Beautiful beak. But then I saw like a few years ago, she did a show on Amazon, and uh, it's like an eighty show, and she had a nose job. Tell me, yeah. looks like the same person. Nope. No, she looks like a totally different person. I thought you were going to say the best part of the movie was uh, Patrick Swayze's rock hard abs. Golly, dude. I liked Patrick Swayze, but that movie, that movie, I, I hated I hated that <laughs> oh. damn movie. But everything else that Patrick Swayze did was pretty good. Yeah, I almost put in Roadhouse. Roadhouse, yeah. Ro but Roadhouse was 90s. I don't think it was 80s, though. What, was it? Oh, no, it was, it was right there at the top. It was 89 or 88. It was Roadhouse, right there, was it, Roadhouse wasn't bad. Uh, it had some, it was stupid too, but it was 80s. It was 80s. That's a good thing about this list. Like, we know that these movies are bad, but they're, they're that's bad. just what the 80s were, man. So that's what, you know, they're, and then, they're iconic. You know, I, I watch them with my sons and my wife, and, and we'll watch some of these over and over and over again. And another one that's like honorable mention, I would say Last Dragon. You remember The Last Dragon with Bruce Lee? Oh, Leroy? yeah, The Last Dragon. Yeah, I remember that one. I love that yeah, movie, dude. I love that. <laughs> the show got a Harlem. Oh, I love that. There was two more, too, uh, that I couldn't pick uh, Back to the Future. Back to the Future, yep. Yeah, and then also Top Gun. I mean, look yeah, at Yeah, Top it. Gun, yep, yep. And they're coming out with another Top Gun, too. Oh, that I can't wait for that. that one looks cool. That one looks cool. I like it. I can't wait to see that. Oh, man, well, good job on those lists, man. I like it. I know that we the, it, it wasn't a traditional top three, bottom three, because we had so many, but it was too hard. We should have no, made it, it a top five, bottom five, because it was too many choices. I, there, there was too many movies that we had said no to, but uh, but yeah, that was a, that was a, that was a fun one for sure. All right, guys. Well, y'all stay faded out there. It's Friday night. Stay faded. Be safe out there. Stay faded, everybody. Peace. <laughs>